High Well Trust podcast, presented by Roshin O'Hagan and Jared Dean. Welcome to the Hollywell Podcast. This is the April edition of our podcast. We haven't been about for a few months, run to catch up ourselves at the end of financial year, but we're back, back on schedule, and we plan to get these out now every month. My name is Jared Dean. I'm joined, as always, by Roshin O'Hagan, and this is a podcast looking at the work of Hollywell Trust and our partners and the Diversity Community Partnership. Before we go any further, we have to thank our funders, who are the Executive Office, Central Good Relations Fund, Department of Foreign Affairs and CFNA Brexit Dialogue Fund, as well as our core funders of the Community Relations Council, Derry City and Stavand District Council and the Ireland Funds. Rajin, how's the form? Yeah, good. So I hear you have a new job involved yes. with the Northwest Community Network. Yeah, I'm Northwest Community Network Coordinator. I've been in post now since February. Yeah, it's going good. So... We had a couple of months where we weren't sure are we going to get funded, but we did. Um, so we funded it for another year. Yeah, so I've been spending February and March, I suppose, just trying to link up and, and reconnect with groups. And I suppose this is like a, a new phase for the network. Mm. So it's just getting back out there and saying, what are the issues for you in your organisation as you do, uh, deliver your work? But also, what are the challenges for the sector? Mm. So we've had quite a few meetings and, and a few events, actually important events in our building. And one of them was the City Centre Forum, and it was looking at how the network can support groups and organisations within the community sector, and just some of the challenges that are coming up, and some of them you would expect, which is around funding and stability, and how do we make ourselves more sustainable, and relying on the one funder, and issues around that, and also issues around Brexit, just in that unknown, what you yeah. know, what's going to happen, well, how's it going to impact the sector, and so that was a really good discussion, and then we were looking at what are the actions that the network can take. We also have had a few celebratory events celebrating uh, sports projects and youth projects and um, rural events as well. We we have a rural event now coming up also in another one in May. But in those events as well, which they all went really well, but the thing that came out of a lot of those was people want the opportunity to make more contacts. They want the opportunity to network and to learn from Mm -hmm. other projects. So there's definitely a need for that networking um, mm, capacity, job. yeah, within the within the sector. So that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to try and have like sort of informal get-togethers, bring people around for coffee mornings. Let's talk about issues that are prevalent in the community sector, but also let's give people the opportunity to make contacts and build uh, their networks. It's like the network's been going here since 1994. It's mm-hmm. been a core organisation within the community volunteer sector in the city. Why is it important? Why is it important that local groups get behind a network? I think there's a need more than ever for a strong network and I think it's the need to bring groups together. I think for a while we haven't really had a strong, but the community sector has not a strong voice. There's been lots of challenges and lots of issues coming up and I don't think we've been vocal about the issues, addressing the issues, but also about valuing our work and telling people this is the work that's going on. Mm. Um, you know a lot of those issues that are, we're talking about are like the political vacuum at the moment and without the community sector I think things would be a lot lot worse in society yeah. but I don't think that we raise awareness about the work in the community sector enough and I think now more than ever we need to come together we can't make an impact on our own yeah. groups in isolation doing their you know there's some groups doing fantastic work and most of the groups are doing fantastic work but we can't do it on our own we need to come together to do it mm. um, and we need to be seen as a, a strong network in the northwest you know for years we've been neglected and I think at times we haven't 
stood up for ourselves and now is the time to do it with the changes around funding, around Brexit and the challenges that are coming up. We need to come together and I think we'll be stronger if we come together. I mean, a smaller example of that is our own partnership in our building. Each group has our own aims and objectives to meet, but we mm-hmm. do try and work together and we try and share resources and share our talents and we help each other out. And I think that as a sector, we need to do that more. So that's sort of my priorities for the next mm. couple of months is how do we make the sector have a stronger voice. You're leading up to a larger event that's taking place in the city centre as well. There's a big lunch. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of the that other things the we have. Going to do. We're having a big lunch um, on the 3rd of June uh, and we're really looking forward to that. That's going to be for What's anybody. the big lunch project for anybody that doesn't know? The big lunch is um, part of the big lottery and the Eden Communities Project and it's about trying to sort of bring people together in their community over food and over fun. Um, it's a family event. Mm. Um, some people do it in their neighbourhoods, they do it in their streets. It's almost like a street party. You know, they get tables out, they share food, they play games together. So, because I know the people on some of my street, I don't know them. People who live at yeah. the top street, don't, you know, you don't talk to one another. So this is about trying to bring people together in a fun way. And so there's big lunches going on all over Northern Ireland and the UK on the 3rd of June and the month of June. So we're hoping to do one here in our lovely garden of reflection at the back of the building. So it'll be for anybody who lives in the city centre, really, and the groups and the partnership and and everybody's welcome. So it'll be come along and, um, you know, maybe bring some food. Um, We have a a pre-organising event coming up on the 8th of May and that's going to be sharing your skills and talents. What can we do to make sure it's a great day? You know, what games can we play yeah. and what things can we bring along on the third? So, yeah, that's a that's a fun event. That's was something that came up in our discussions, too, was we often have those discussions around difficult stuff. And uh, but let's have some fun as well. And remember um, just that we have to be joyful uh, <laughs> and happy. For so God's the big sake. lunch, yes, the big <laughs> lunch will hopefully do that for us. Uh, we have to find um, the joy in this somewhere. Otherwise, yeah. we're all going to go mad. The other thing we want to do as well is, is some media training. So I'd love to have a pool of people that you could draw on so that we can challenge in the media or raise issues in the media. And we're going to have training. And so there'll be people there who will feel confident about going on to challenge um, issues in the local media. So that's, a, that's another thing that we're doing. Brilliant. Well, more power to you in your new role and no better yeah. woman. So thank you. I hope it goes really well. <laughs> yeah, Looking forward hopefully. to seeing the network. Well, I've already seen the network a lot more active in the last few months and it's brilliant to see. So so today we're going to cover a whole range of topics. We're going to have a quick chat about the Northwest Community Network, chat about the upcoming Hollywell Stew, a new opportunity, talk about our testimony series, which is about to be finally released. Have a quick chat with Eamon Baker to talk about Towards Understanding and Healing and then remind everyone about our Brexit Focus podcast. The Highwell Trust podcast presents Brexit Focus. As we draw near to the UK's exit from the European Union, Paul Goslin brings monthly updates on the negotiating processes, how Brexit is affecting us in the North West, whilst attempting to take away some of the fear and uncertainty from the issue on the local community. Hollywell Trust Brexit Focus podcast, released on the 25th of every month. Catch up on past episodes for free on our SoundCloud page, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher.com. Search Hollywell Podcast. So we have a whole wide range of, of stuff to talk about. The Hollywell Stew, what's Aye. happening with that now? Well, what's happening is that we are just about to go out over the next two days for a call for new applicants to come forward. We have, a, I think, three spaces at the next event that we're going to hold, probably sometime in June. 
and we're looking for three groups to come along who are willing to do a four-minute pitch. As you know yourself, the Stew events are good crack. Mm-hmm. They're lovely events. They are. Um, people get a chance to share a meal together, hear pitches from four groups, four four-minute pitches, so it's nice and simple. And then, as everybody in the room will have paid £10 to get in, they're all investors and a potential community project. So we use a consensual decision-making model in order for everybody in the room to vote for who they want they want, and the winner gets the money taken at the door. So Hmm. in the past, it's been anything between £330 and £650. Depends on the number of people that we can get into the room. Hmm. But it's a great chance for... To give that wee boost or a wee start to some groups, yeah. particularly voluntary organisations or entirely voluntary groups, that need whatever support that they can get. Mm. And if you come and you do a good pitch, uh, people vote for you and you get a bit of money. We also offer a bit of support and the run up to the event where we give pitch training and stuff like that. So we don't oh, expect somebody good. just to land on and... They get help with preparing. Uh, huh? It's like, here's how you get your story across. Here's the importance here here's the key things that you need to be aware of that mm. table thing so all of that's available and at the very least it's a good night out you'll get great experience from the pitch process itself because mm. a lot of funders are moving this way as well where we're all having to pitch our ideas the yeah. dragon's den type people god forbid hmm. but we aren't that we aren't the dragon's den it's a friendly bunch of people yeah speaking to a room full of friends mm, so it always is and it's very sociable you always meet somebody you haven't met before so aye, it's great that's it mm. so we're looking for applications through hollywellstew.com and ideally or not ideally we need them back for the 9th of may with a they do an event and probably near the end of june very to good. be confirmed so what's this space very good that should be good what else have we got the testimony series yeah, What's our testimony series, people will be aware we've been releasing these on a monthly basis for a, a while now. And we've got to a point where we've only four to go. So we're just going to release the four in one lump. We're going to hear interviews with Dr. Anne Donnelly, Julianne Campbell, Lawrence McLennan and Helen Henderson. Our final testimonies that we will be releasing through the project. And it brings to an end our commitment that we made about... Jeez, must be two years ago now through the executive mm. office we've delivered the final piece of that contract so we're delighted to do it and there's some inspirational stories there yeah. again as there has been with all the interviews in the testimony series yeah it's very good some excellent speakers there mm. so we've a few other events coming up I think Eamon Baker are you going to be talking to him about them yeah I've just talked to Eamon um, about some of the Towards Understanding and Healing events coming up and look, there's no better man to explain it than Eamon himself so here he is Okay, I'm joined by Eamon Baker, who works for Towards Understanding and Healing, one of the partners of the Diversity Community Partnership. And Eamon, you have a, a whole load of events coming up over the next month, starting with Dara McDonald's book launch on the 2nd of May. Dara's launching his book here at Hollywell. We're delighted that he's doing that. It's uh, Wednesday, May the 2nd, half past 12. He's asked Mary Hart, the local journalist and broadcaster, to be the person launching it for him. And Hollywell and indeed Towards Understanding Healing are delighted that we can assist Dara with this publication. I believe we're going to be interviewing him as well as part of the Brexit podcast. And so looking forward to hearing the interview. I think we're going to have a facilitated conversation with him. Isn't that the format that we're looking uh, for? Looking at the, the Mary, maybe in front of, hopefully there'll be a pile of people there. Uh, and and, the, and the, it's open for all to attend. It's open for all to attend. It's a free event. Uh, Jenny Doherty from Little Acorns Bookstore will be here, mm. uh, so signed copies of Dara's book will be available, 
and indeed some of his previous books. Like he's also authored Blood and Thunder, a book about Loyal Order bands, particularly uh, the the Loyal Order band in in Castle Derg. Mm-hmm. So he's this is his fourth or fifth book. Feel free to come along. Be great to see a good crowd at it. And the next event then is on May the seventeenth, half seven again up in the Hollywell Bolton is with Stephen Travers and Robert Muller. This is, I think, a special event for us because Stephen Travers, as as people will know, is a survivor of the horrific attack on the Miami show band Mm. back in July 1975. And Stephen is a founder member of an organisation called Truth and Reconciliation Platform. So Stephen has agreed to come along and be in conversation with Archdeacon, Robert Miller, Church of Ireland, Archdeacon. Uh, Robert will be well known in the city. And Robert and Father Paul Farn last year launched a book called Forgiveness Remembers. So obviously the book is about forgiveness, but not forgiving and forgetting, but Forgiveness Remembers. Mm. So Stephen and Robert in conversation, and that conversation will be facilitated or chaired by local journalist and friend of Hollywell, Paul McFadden. So that's a free event. It's on the 17th of May and it's at 7.30 here in Hollywell Diverse City Community Partnership. And then the next in the series of testimony sessions is going to be held with Victor Montgomery. Yeah, on the 25th twenty-fifth okay. of yeah. May. That's a lunchtime event mm. starting with some lunch as the lunchtime suggests. Yeah, that would help. <laughs> <laughs> at uh, half past 12. Victor lived up in the Northland Estate off Academy Road. Uh, family moved to the Fountain. Victor's brother David, or sometimes known as David Samuel Montgomery, worked in Keys Builders Yard on the Strand Road and was shot dead by members of the Provisional IRA. So Victor will be talking about the impact of that killing on the family. Hmm. Uh, and I think in particular his mother, uh, but on the whole family. Uh, and that should be a very moving event. Those events are timed to to be finished by two o'clock and were graced by the presence of Tracy McGrory, who will play some music uh, while we all reflect on what we've heard. Mm. So I consider it very courageous of Victor that he's willing to do this. It's a listening event. It's not the usual argy-bargy of political dialogue it's very much Victor coming along and saying this is how it was for us as a family mm. when his brother David was shot dead right, it's very much about hearing their own truth and respecting that as well yeah, yeah. some some people have described those sessions almost like a, a truth and reconciliation forum mm. Victor may be speaking uh, very much his as you say Jared, his story right. and listening will be so much part of that Working towards Community Relations Week, there's a couple of things coming up, the first of which is the exhibition that you're working on. Exhibition uh, and working hard on that year. Mm. Uh, the idea is to find people who perhaps have not spoke about what their experience of the trouble has been. And one of the ways we've been proceeding is to interview them and then find within the interview maybe 200 words that are to the core, to the heart of their story. And we're linking that then with a picture of their choice. So we're very much saying that uh, the 200 words, they have to agree those 200 words. Mm. I can't pick them or you can't pick them. It's people saying, these are the 200 words we want and this is the picture we want. Mm. So each of them will be in each board, if you like, as part of the exhibition, will be individual. And we're also looking at an intergenerational 
a theme in this. So this afternoon, I'll be talking to two young people from Reach Across hmm. and I'll be saying to them, what was your experience of hearing Kathleen Gillespie and James Greer and Anne Walker, who came recently to speak about their uh, participation in Theatre of Witness? Yeah. So we're looking at an intergenerational aspect okay. to this as well. And the exhibition will go on display in Community Relations Week. We're still waiting on the final dates of that, but, but it'll we be think September. It, we think it's going to be September uh, 17th. Okay, the week of. Right. Yeah. Tomorrow I'm in Straban and I'm meeting a number of people in Straban who are interested in this 200 words at plus one picture. Okay. And I'm also in Castle Derg tomorrow. So we're looking to attract as diverse a range of people as possible from all communities. Next uh, Tuesday I'm in Straban again mm. and I'm meeting a young traveller and possibly his sister. And they're interested in this 200 words and one picture okay. as well. And there's still space in the exhibition if anybody feels as though they'd like to take part on it. Absolutely. We're looking for, especially for people who may have not spoken before. The The, the project here is called Valued Voices, mm. uh, but it was originally called Unheard Voices. So we would welcome people getting in touch with us. Right. Maybe if they're ringing the Hollywell number, 7126194. Brilliant, that's great. The other thing that will take place during Community Relations Week is a conference with Professor Stephen Joseph. Can you tell us a bit about his work? I've met Stephen Joseph a few times, and one of the things I've noted about him is his humility. So mm. he doesn't introduce himself as Professor, Professor Stephen yeah. Joseph, and he's very much saying that he would like to come along and talk to people about what he calls post-traumatic growth. Uh, and that may seem like a constant, a contradiction in terms if there's trauma how could there be growth but it seems you know from our own experience we know that sometimes when awful terrible horrific things happen people sometimes find a way of growing out of that experience mm. uh, changing the life that they had been leading doing something perhaps extraordinary uh, an example of that might be a woman who has experienced rape horrific mm experience and who then uh, becomes involved in setting up a rape crisis center right. or a domestic violence uh, support group so Stephen is c coming along and he's saying I want to be involved in the conversation here, not, I don't want to be standing up behind a podium and lecturing people and I've been talking this week to Peter Heathwood who uh, survived a shooting in North Belfast in 1979 he is paraplegic as a result of that shooting and his father came to his home just literally moments after shooting and tragically just dropped dead when he saw his son on mm. the floor. Uh, so Peter can relate to this concept of post-traumatic growth. So Peter is likely to be there on that day as well. We have that dated for September 17th because Stephen Joseph, who's the professor in Nottingham University, uh -huh. but who's originally from Belfast, that's the date he can do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And a lot more information will go out about that near the time. But That's right. We're evolving the whole thing uh, in conversation with Stephen, with Peter Heathwood and with others. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then far more important than all of that stuff, there's a concert coming up on the 4th and 5th of May. Yeah. That you might want to share with us. For the last five years, Hollywell Diversity Community Partnership has hosted the Anne Tracy Family and Friends Show. So the... That's uh, during the Jazz Weekend. During the City of Derry Jazz Festival. Mm. So May 4th, May, May 5th, here in Hollywell, Anne Tracy, family and friends. And once again, she's got a band 
some wonderful players in that band, for example, saxophonist Sean McCarn, Felix Healy is our special guest, Ryer Buckle is MC, and it's been a lovely, lively, intimate night, uh, set up cabaret style, mm. bring your own bottle if you need to or if you want to, yeah. uh, bring your uh, bring yourself, come and enjoy. Now, uh-huh. it's a tenor to get in. As a, you know, we've been talking about other events are free. It's a tenner to get in, but that's to defray cost. And tickets are available through reception at Hollywell? Yeah, through Amanda Clark. So if you ring 712619419, Amanda will be delighted to sell you a ticket. Eamon, thank you for that. That's excellent. Thank you, Jared. Thank you. Coming soon, the final episodes of the Hollywell Testimony Series. Here are the final four episodes on May 15th from contributors Anne Donnelly, Julianne Campbell, Lawrence McLennigan, and Helen Henderson. The final episodes of the Hollywell Testimony series, released on May 15th. Catch up on our previous testimony episodes by visiting Apple Podcasts, Stitcher.com, or at our testimony playlist on SoundCloud.com. Search for Hollywell Podcast. The Brexit Focus. What's happening with our Brexit Focus podcast? Brexit Focus podcast has been really successful. Paul Gosling is our Brexit expert and has been tearing away on trying to make Brexit as simple a thing as we can for people in the local community. They kind of take a lead on saying, here's how Brexit's likely to impact on you. Uh, or here's what's happening on Brexit. And it's been very successful. It's been released on a monthly basis. We've had as well as that, Paul does a blog in the Dairy Journal and it appears in the paper on their website on Brexit issues. But we've interviewed people who are going to be impacted by it, the local politicians, local chief executives of the councils, for example. And it's proven to be very popular as well. The The listener figures are better than we had expected at the outset. That's and excellent. At each month, the podcast gets busier because mm. there's more and more people not only want to listen to it, but also want to contribute to it and yeah. ask questions and things like that. So our new one will be released on the 25th of April. Um, yeah. And that Friday, I think, it's the 29th, I'm not sure, uh, there'll be uh, an article in the Dairy Journal as well, Paul's Brexit mm. blog, so keep an eye out for that. And then every month it's available uh, and and around the 25th. We try mm. and get the 25th. It's really difficult with Brexit because... Every day the the conversation changes, uh, but you have to release them at some point. Yeah. And every time we put it out, we say, look, this was recorded on such and such a date. If anything's mm. happened since, it's not like we're ignoring it. It's just mm. the nature of the, it's so a complex, it and ever changing, yeah. you know, mm. situation here. So, but no, aye, that's what's happening. So it's going good. really well. It sounds good. And Paul is very, you know, he's, he's very good. He's very knowledgeable, but he also presents it in a clear way. So I think a lot of people will be benefiting from yeah. that information. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. And it's part of a wider program. It's funded through the Community Foundation for Northern Ireland. Um, it's the Brexit Dialogue Fund. And we're one of, I think, 10 groups that they funded. And it just so happens that in this month's episode, we feature the work of two of the other organisations, the Community Dialogue and Children's Law Centre, and what they've been doing, and local communities having dialogues around Brexit. So mm. that's one of the things they look out for this month. We'd love to hear loads of, or love to hear, receive loads of applicants to the Hollywell Stew um, but keep an eye out as well because we hope to release a Hollywell Stew podcast as we go forward uh, we'll, we'll be releasing one on the most recent event that we held uh, at Witch Prehen Lifestyle Centre where the 
successful organization and we were delighted for them again like and subscribe and tell your friends and thanks again to our funders the executive office department of foreign affairs and trade cfni crc dairy city and Straban district council and their funds you can stay up to date with us on our social media pages on facebook look for the hollywell trust and on twitter it's at hollywell team